Hi, welcome to Nested Folders. I am Scotty Jackson, and I'm here today with my lovely co-host, the fabulous Rose Orchard. Oh, wow. Two ways to make me sound even better than I am. Hello, Scotty. How are you? No, I'm great. Uh, but I had something I wanted to talk to you about today. Oh, oh, what's uh, that? So, um, you know, we're these productivity people, and we're really into aspects of productivity. One of the key parts of planning all of the productive stuff is having project or the notion of project. Oh, yeah. And I thought it would be really cool to think about, like, what are the elements that even make up a project so that you have a sense of what that project is and what it's for when it'll be done. And I'm because I'm finding I've been struggling with that a little bit. Yeah, no, um, I've, I've got some super big projects at work at the moment. It's like, okay, how, how am I going to know when this is done? And in some cases, it's like, well, it's, it's never going to be done, which is terrifying to think about. Um, <laughs> but in other cases, it's like, okay, yeah, I like I can figure out like, you know, what this is going to look like when it's finished. So, yeah, sure. Yeah, well, and that's one of the key things. So I've been thinking about, um, like, almost devising like a checklist for have I got everything that I need like defined about this project so that I know what it is and then what would be, if I did that, like what would be on that checklist so that I can say, I know what this project is and why I'm doing it, and then I can have a lot less mental anguish about getting through it and yeah. just focus on actually doing the project, you know? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So it's it's you're talking about like a checklist to help you make the project and make the project successful, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and I've, I've been finding, too, that, um, you know, if, if I start to go through a process like this, um, I start changing what the project even is. So, like, a, a example, at, at work, I had this project, which was, you know, upgrade the system. And I was having a lot of stress about that. Um, and then I went through this sort of, you know, checklisting process you know to to a degree anyway and and ended up finding out like no actually the project right now isn't to upgrade that system the project right now is to get ready for a presentation so that i can justify why we should upgrade the system and and get ready for that without thinking about all of the things that will come later because that was just you know creating undoable stress because i can't move on those things yeah uh, but it's still okay well, to write those things down, place. right? Because, I mean, if you, like, what I find is even if maybe this project is never going to happen, if I don't write down what I would need to do in that when it comes into my head, of course, then it, it keeps floating around in my brain going, hey, look at me over here. And it bumps other things out of my brain that I actually need in my brain, like how to type. And <laughs> variables start with a dollar <laughs> sign, not with a pound sign. <laughs> Uh, yeah, both of which are things that happened to me this week. <laughs> and everything's variable. Oh, yeah. Everything's Dollar variable. signs. Yeah. Dollar signs. Uh, yes. Uh, okay, so so some of the things that I was thinking about um, in order to help me define these projects is, mm -hmm. you know, starting with, okay, so maybe kind of the obvious one and pretty David Allen-ish is like, what will be different about the world when this project is done? So like, yeah what is the success criteria? Like, how do I know this is done? Yeah. Um, or for, say, ongoing projects, like, I've got, like, a project to, like, try and maintain my personal health. Like, what does, like, continued success look like? What What are the things I need to be doing to make sure that this is going to be positive? Um, yeah. 
So it's That's success creator. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's one of these things, like, especially with something like maintaining your personal fitness. Like, uh, I mean, what what would the end goal of this be? Uh, because unfortunately, not dying is not yet an option. Um, it's mm. it's coming, right? So, uh, how how do you define maintaining a healthy body and stuff like that without a success criteria? That's a, that's a good point, and then and then going along with that criteria is like what? How will you measure that? Like, how will you be able to identify whether or not that success criteria is being exactly? Hit? So, like, with physical fitness, that's like I, I think the obvious one is probably like a scale. Oh, but yeah. like for me, maybe that's the like the number of push-ups I could do or the number of squats I could do before um, you know, just quitting uh, yeah. forever. Um, or if it's you know like <laughs> if it's like a professional project like yeah you might have like some success metrics that you have to hit but you have the mechanisms in place to be able to report on those and know if you're hitting them yeah exactly i mean i use a great app called streaks on my iphone to track things that i'm doing regularly so i can see like oh yeah i, I did go and work out three times this week that's good or i did not work out at all this week and it's wednesday that's a problem um and it's really nice for just helping you track stuff like that so like making sure like you know not just what to track but how you're tracking it i think is quite important like you have to decide like how you're going to keep on top of these kind of things like whether or not it's an ongoing project or project with an angle yes yeah Yeah, that's a good one uh the next thought i had is like what what are the things that i need for this project and do i have them so like you know if it's you know again like a professional project like is it funded like is there going to be money or if it's a personal project like do do i need money or do i need tools or do i need materials and um, because a lot of times, like, I, I find that it's super easy for me to capture the notion of, I know that there is a project about this, but I can't actually do it because I haven't thought about all of the supporting mechanisms or resources that I might need to, in order to be able to, yeah. to actually work on it. Well, I mean, it's, it makes sense. Like if you're going to try and make a cake, okay. So you, you want to bake, uh, and you get all the ingredients together and you start baking and you realize you don't have any flour. You're, you're missing one of the key resources that's qu- required to make this delicious cake. Unless it's a flourless cake, in which case, send me that recipe. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, so um, it, you need to make sure that you've got everything. Otherwise, you're, you're setting yourself up to fail or at the very least knowing what you need, including those things that you already have. Like, I, I, I love to just list everything because then you can be like, all right, yep. Already got the chocolate chips, already got the icing, already got the butter, already got the eggs. Check, 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 check. Right, just need flour. And then, you you know, nice little motivator right at the start. You can check several things off straight away. So. Absolutely. And, and, it's, and it, it's weird, like, the, the amount of subconscious, you know, knowing of something can get in the way of a bigger project. Oh, yeah. Like, a while ago, um, I, uh, I had, like, a, a bunch of scanning... Uh, that I wasn't doing, uh, and and it turned out that there were, you know, I wasn't doing this part because I wasn't doing that part. And it all came down to, you know, because I didn't have AA batteries for a particular keyboard that I wanted to use. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) So it's it's funny that, like, that small thing can have this ripple effect on other projects without, and without being able to walk through it or sit back and think through it all. Um, you might find yourself just caught in this project saying, why isn't this project moving and, or just, or, or, you know, even worse, just feeling bad about it without asking why. 
Yeah, I mean, it's one of these things like, you know, making sure like you look at everything and going, yeah, the, not like, oh, yeah, yeah, you sure. I, I, yeah, like, I, I know I've got socks. Like going and checking, are your, are your socks actually in the sock drawer or are they in the laundry? Because if you need socks for this project and they're all in the laundry, guess what? First step of the project is actually doing laundry um, so that you can get the well, socks that you need so that you can go for the run so that you can maintain your personal health and add a, a, a checkbox and streaks um, to, to your score. Um, well, so. and on some days socks might be the most interesting thing about you so like always be ready with good socks oh yeah definitely it, like if you if you have not yet explored the world of fun socks uh, and you don't live or work in an environment where that would potentially like cause problems please go get some fun socks because fun socks make everything more fun so start a project start yeah. a project and make sure that you have defined success criteria for how many socks you will have yes uh, and and how you will uh, how you will uh, monitor your inventory of socks Yes, definitely. Monitoring your inventory is 100% required in the sock world. <laughs> <laughs> the, the last thing that I could think of, and, and, I'm, and, and then, then I want to know like, what else I should add to this list, is mm -hmm. um, other people. So, um, yeah. you, you, you know, when I talked about a little bit about resources, and certainly like other people could be considered a resource, but a lot of times like they need to agree <laughs> they need yeah. to agree to that like this is a thing i'm going to participate in or support you in or be a part of at all and or tolerate so they have... happening in my environment in some cases <laughs> sure i'm well i mean everything's a spectrum right so yeah. I, but yeah but like getting those people engaged and aware and agreeing or at least agreeing to tolerate yeah i think that's a big thing that can make a project not happen yeah i mean I, I that's definitely important because if you if you need say six people uh to um i don't know go on a particular picnic camping and bike riding tour um and you can only get two or three people well your, your project's never going to go any further because if you have to book as a group of six then the, you know that that's one of your 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 uh your go criteria like checking to make sure that the project can be started do you have six people mm -hmm. no um so it can't go any further than that which is unfortunate so yeah i agree and and it's probably okay to not have like all of these things checked off but then you can capture them as actions as part of the project say okay i don't have the resources i need or i don't have the people i need or i don't have the criteria that i need but i can make an action about about that and then at least you know, not end up in a prod state where I'm looking at this project going, eh, I don't know what I'm doing here. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's definitely important. And I, I would personally like plan in, like put, put your project into stages. So like the setup stage and then like the action stage and the review stage. I mean, this is, if you've done project planning, then what I'm saying, you know, you've already heard it. Um, but if you if you haven't heard it before, you know, like having different stages for your project so that you you can make sure that you've got everything you need in the setup. And OK, so maybe uh, you you can't possibly start with all the materials. So say, for example, you're refitting your kitchen at home. OK, and you're doing this yourself and you just don't have the storage space to have all of the stuff to refit your kitchen. Well, then you can't have all the resources. But if you've got the money to get the rest of the resources, that's OK. Um, so, you know, you just have to balance, you know, like what is physically possible and what you're mentally capable of with what you can do right now versus what will need to be done at one point in the future. That's, that's a great one. And then, and then, you know, in, in line with some of the things that I was talking about earlier, you know, maybe the project isn't refit the kitchen. Maybe the, maybe the project is decide how much of the kitchen I can refit. 
based exactly. on yeah. constraints. Yeah. Uh, and, and then you, 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 the output of that project is a plan. And then you have your next project, which is, you know, move on this plan. Yeah, exactly. Or and decide it, now's not the time. Yeah, and it's absolutely 100% okay to take what you thought was one project and turn it into, say, two, ten, even a hundred little projects. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. a project is just an outcome that takes more than one step to complete, at least according to David Allen. Um, I mean, granted, I don't put pay, uh, paying my credit card bill in my OmniFocus as a project. <laughs> it is just a task because I don't need the tiny little steps like log into internet banking double check the reference number, double check the amount, double check the date, press OK, confirm the OK on my secured pen. Uh, you know, I don't need all of those steps. It's just pay credit card bill. Um, right. Because, yeah, I mean, that's the other thing. Like, uh, have you broken down the actions enough that you do have? Um, so looking at some of these, you know, for example, what you, one person might consider a task, record the first episode of Nested Folders, I mean, in my only focus, that's a project. Uh, and every episode of every podcast is a project because there's things that you need to do before, there's things that you need to do during, there's things that you need to do after. Um, and it's all very exciting, um, but you need to make sure it's done. And sometimes I like to look at these things that I've got down in my project and go, okay, now imagine that I'm running on like two hours sleep. If I look at this, will I be able to know what I meant? Um, or if I have to give this to somebody else, like, can I just give them this task with minimal explanation and have them do it? Um, because if, especially exactly if other yeah. people are involved in your project, you know, making sure that you're setting them up for success as well. If you're managing that project, that's important. Or, it, you know, if it's your project that you want to get done. So, for example, taking the family on holiday to Disney World, you know, if you want to make sure you get that done and you've got a four year old child then just saying, go pack your bags. Well, they're going to come back with a teddy, maybe a CD player and some CDs. It's pretty good, but underwear, not so much. And Hmm. so, you know, it'd be good to be able to be like, okay, I need you to go pack these things and help them practice their reading with some little pictures on there as well and just get them to get everything into a big pile on their bed and then you can help them pack it. So, you know, success success for everybody. Exactly. Just as you're talking and thinking about like, you know, the constraints of what can fit in the bag. I, I, I like the idea of being a little bit fluid about what a project even is, you know, based on those constraints and not being afraid to, like you were talking about with the review process, go back and change it or yeah. or update it so that it's still meaningful because the spirit of a project may be a constant, but the actual part that you can do, you know, maybe that changes over time. And, and maybe one of the things that, you know, I could be more disciplined about is is making sure that my projects really reflect the actual outcome as it exists now and not at the time that I wrote it down, because maybe that's changed. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say this kind of goes into tracking and monitoring, like prepare a couple of review questions for yourself. Like, you know, when you're looking at this project for review, what questions should you be asking yourself about this project? Um, and it might even be useful with some projects to note down the failure criteria as well. Now, this is not like you know supposed to be like oh my god it's the end of the world i can't do the project it's more of okay but if i don't get the grant that i need this project is not viable it's stating what you know anyway um and it's just you know just writing down these things so that you know when you're reviewing this project okay what 
you know, why were you doing it and what makes it successful? These are the things that you should be looking at every time you review a project um, just to help you get everything squared away, nice and tidy and neat. Absolutely. And that's, that's such a good way of putting it too, because then, you know, you have an understanding of when you can, you know, move this project into the canceled or dropped column. Exactly. Um, and not carry it around like a dirty albatross. Like, why isn't this thing not done yet? Exactly. Because, it's a, because I can't do it, right? Exactly. And you know what happens with dirty albatrosses? They poop everywhere and they make even more mess. So, y- yeah, y- like, you know, there's there's no shame in saying that, hey, it turns out I was crazy when I thought of this project idea. That was not a good idea. Why was Why am I doing this? I should drop it. Or you know what, this isn't viable anymore. Let's move on. Let's look for the new and interesting projects that I can apply for a grant on or propose to my wife that we go to Disney World, for example. In your case, maybe that might be something you want to do. Or in my case, suggest to my boyfriend that we go out for steak for dinner. That would be lovely. And I'm sure he would be very much on board with that project. He is a steak man. Um, that is, uh, that, that's a good fellow right there. Exactly. Um, so, you know, making sure that you are fully aware of what your project involves is definitely you know there there are probably more questions that other people have got based on different kinds of projects and i actually have a, a little uh a little folder uh of files and it's like okay if i'm doing this kind of project i need to make sure i think about these things um just because at work i've got lots of projects which are very similar but they're not mm-hmm. quite the same. So th- in some cases, there are actual templates for the project, exactly what I should be doing and when. And in other cases, it's like there are areas of it which are a bit more floaty and can very changeable. And so I need to make sure that I, 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 I allow for those. Um, and if somebody gives me a deadline of three days, um, but X part is going to take a week and a half just because I need to get an external firm to do it, then I need to know that so I can say, well, I can have all of my stuff ready in three days, but this part that you need is not going to be ready. Um, just so that I can give them the success, tell them what the, what the timeline is going to be so that they know when they're monitoring the project, what's supposed to have happened and when. Absolutely. And I mean, you know, like, and, and then all of the, um, you know, project management experts, Marty pants who might listen to this. will say, well, you know, guys, this is like ABC one, two, three of like having scope and, constraints and risk management and all of those other parts that come along with, you know, proper project management. But in in the day-to-day stuff, it's, it's really easy, I think, to forget those parts and and having that kind of, you know, uh, templating. And I I, I really love the notion of, you know, pre-planning review questions of like, when I look at this project to think and reflect on it, yeah, what what are the questions I should be asking myself? And, and, uh, I mean, you're asking themselves yourself these questions when you're setting up the project. So it only makes sense to ask the same or similar the questions then in the review system, especially with your tracking and monitoring. You know, if you're doing something um, and you you say, for example, you're, you've got a new program that you're going to start a new workout regime, you're going to start a new diet and you're you're working on making this year the year that you're really going to be healthy and wonderful and everything having success criteria so that you can say like, okay, right. My success criteria was I was only going to pick out on chocolate three times a week. Um, trust mm. me for me, that's cutting back. Um, I was going to work out three <laughs> times a week. I was going to say discipline. <laughs> for me, that's cutting back. Uh, work out three times a week and um, I'm going to make sure that I drink my water allowance every day. Okay. And then after a week I realized that, okay, uh, 
well, I, I did okay on the chocolate because I divided my three pigouts into six much smaller pigouts. So that kind of works. <laughs> now, you have to define what a pigout is then. I think we need some more uh, okay. criteria. Well, uh, this is going to be difficult because I've never seen bars of this size uh, outside of um, oh, Australia dear. and Germany. Uh, essentially, it is a large bar of chocolate. But when I say a large bar, um, you, it's what four squares high and I'm guessing about a foot long. Okay, so we're we're into like the kilogram of chocolate. I don't think it's quite a kilogram. No. I okay. I need to go check. I've stopped buying them actually. That's one of the ways I'm I'm working on this. Um, but yeah, so uh, I actually broke that. I broke. I have one bar over a week instead of three bars in a week. So I am very impressed with myself. Um, but you know, that knowing yeah, knowing you know like what these things are, so I can be like, okay, well. I had this great idea that I was going to work out three times a week. And I've had that idea since January. Guess what? It's February. Okay? It's the middle of February now. And right. I've not worked out once. Maybe three times a week is just too high a bar. And so I'm never going because I'm never going to succeed. Maybe I should crank that back to once a week. And say, like, if I go once a week, that for now is my success criteria. And then I can go and modify my success criteria in the future. That's not a problem. That's easy to do. Sure. Um, but, sure. you know, what, one of the things I've been toying with too is is changing success criteria on a weekly basis for these ongoing projects. Yeah. So next week, uh, I'm meeting heavy, um, so I know that I'm probably only going to get two workouts in. But this week, I've got a day off and yeah. uh, a couple of yeah, I know. Don't tell anyone. And a <laughs> couple of uh, a couple of spaces in my counter that I know that you know what, I, I could probably do three to five, and so. What I'm doing is I'm setting a success criteria on a weekly basis and then giving myself a star rating against that oh. um, in ongoing tracking. That's so, really smart. Yeah, because, of course, success criteria will change every time as well. I mean, you might start with this amazing project if you're going to write a series of 10 books, and it turns out, actually, your your story arc is only good for seven books. Uh, well, you know, providing sure. you still complete your story arc, that's great. You know, and, well, if you're doing that, congratulations on writing your books. Please link us to the Amazon um, where we can get them. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if you're happy with the result, that's good. Um, and so being able to modify your success criteria so that you, you know that you can achieve them and that you will achieve it, um, that, that's realistic and it's motivational. It is. And I think it also honors, you know, the, the things that are going on in your life. So like as a person who is married with three kids, not all weeks are created equal. You know, some oh, no. weeks we're going to swimming and ukulele lessons and basketball and we're having birthday parties and kids get togethers and school projects and other weeks are not like that at all. And yeah. so for me to have the same expectations of myself, regardless of what's going on in my week is kind of unfair. Yeah. So I think I think part of the, you know, project, you know, checklisting thing needs to be, you know, is my is my near-term view of what I'm going to do here realistic or not. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Now, I think keep the albatrosses away, keep the yeah, socks clean. Yeah. I mean that that's the whole point of it, isn't it? It's setting you up success. That's that's all we want, right? Success. So let's be successful. Yeah. Let's all be successful together. Definitely. All right. Well. If people wanted to talk to us more, like, on the internets, where do they find you, Rose? 
Well, um, you can find me personally at rosemaryorchard.com. Um, but this podcast has a website. It's at nestyfolderspodcast.com where you can fill out the contact form and send it to us. And we can't guarantee you'll receive a reply, but we will read everything that you send us. And we're very excited to get your feedback. Me too. And, and uh, you can find me at heyscottyj.com, H-E-Y-S-C-O-T-T-Y-J.com, or on Twitter by the same name, hey, at heyscottyj. Wonderful. Well, I am looking forward to talking to everybody again in the next episode, and I'm hoping I get to talk to you before then, Scotty. Uh, me too. So thanks for this conversation. This has been really awesome, Rose. Great. Yes, I agree. Bye, everybody. Until right, next time. <laughs>